It's Thursday, November 7th, 2019, 44 days since the House launched its impeachment inquiry. And this is Impeachment Today. Good morning. I'm Hayes Brown, reporter and editor at BuzzFeed News. Things are about to get spicy down on the hill, and I, for one, am excited and pre-exhausted. Okay, today we're talking to BuzzFeed News DC Bureau Chief Kate Nocera about Gordon Sondland, the hotel owner turned ambassador turned key witness in the impeachment inquiry. But before we get to all that, let's catch up on what happened yesterday. President Trump wanted Attorney General Bill Barr to hold a press conference announcing that there were no crimes committed in his call with the president of Ukraine. Because, of course he did. Barr clearly did not hold that press conference. But as the Washington Post reported last night, the president has told people he was pretty disappointed. Barr's name was brought up alongside Rudy Giuliani's in Trump's call with Ukraine's President Zelensky. But Barr has maintained that he never followed up on it or taken any action involving Ukraine. And the Justice Department has worked to make clear that whatever Giuliani was up to, he was not working with DOJ. But that does not mean the Justice Department hasn't had an effect on how this story has played out. After receiving the whistleblower's complaint, the department reportedly chose not to pursue an investigation into whether campaign finance violations took place. They made that decision apparently after just reading the transcript-ish of Trump's call. Meanwhile, another day, another deposition transcript released by House Democrats. This time, it was Ambassador Bill Taylor, the charge d'affaires of the U.S. Embassy in Ukraine. That's a fancy term. That means he's running the place, but not actually the official ambassador. Taylor provided an intensely detailed account of his time in Ukraine since he arrived this spring. And he was more than happy to provide Congress with direct quotes that he'd written down as they were said. Now, here's one of the most important things that Taylor told Congress. I think the origin of the idea to get President Zelensky to say out loud he's going to investigate Burisma in 2016 election, I think the originator, the person who came up with that, was Mr. Giuliani. When asked whose interest Giuliani was representing, Taylor said simply, quote, President Trump. Okay, that was the news. This is the noise. Rudy Giuliani nearly made an infomercial for a company called Fraud Guarantee. That's the name of the company owned by Lev Parnas, one of the people Rudy Giuliani worked with when doing his sleuthing in Ukraine. Parnas hired Giuliani for $500,000 to do legal work for the company, the New York Times reported. Giuliani was in talks to be the TV spokesperson for the company as of earlier this year, according to the Daily Beast. The commercials would have aired on daytime cable and were supposed to spin up after Giuliani finished his work defending Trump during the Russia investigation. But it's not clear what he would have been promoting. The company apparently didn't have any clients. And I would be remiss if I did not mention this. In his testimony, Bill Taylor noted that this summer it was hard to schedule a meeting with the president to talk about Ukraine. Part of that was because very senior officials were traveling. But also, Taylor said, and I quote... I think this was also about the time of the Greenland question, about purchasing Greenland, and that took up a lot of energy in the National Security Council. Greenland! And now, for the numerically inclined of you, we have today's reading from our Nixometer. Well, I'm not a crook. On our scale of zero is a normal day in a normal White House, and ten is President Richard Nixon resigning and flying away in a helicopter. And this morning, we're at a six. Yeah, a six. There was a lot of news yesterday, but the momentum of the impeachment movement feels a little slowed for now. Things are set to pick up next week in a big way. Huge. So hang on, everyone. Okay, after the break, we talk to Kate Nassera about Gordon Sondland. Stick around, guys. 
She Fit. We're tired of hearing new year, new you, fat burning secrets, and lose weight fast. The only thing you need to lose is self-doubt. The body you're in deserves respect, love, and support. Support you're not getting from your current sports bra. It's time to experience the only sports bra that actually does its job and outperforms the most popular brands on the market. It's time to feel real support from SheFit. Save $10 today at SheFit.com slash 2022. Hey, Lethal listeners. Tig here. Last season on Lethal Lit, you might remember I came to Hollow Falls on a mission, clearing my Aunt Beth's name and making sure justice was finally served. But I hadn't counted on a rash of new murderers tearing apart the town. My mission put myself and my friends in danger. Though it wasn't all bad. I'm gonna be real with you, Tig. I like you. But now, all signs point to a new serial killer in Hollow Falls. If this game is just starting, you better believe I'm gonna win. I'm Tig Torres, and this is Lethal Lit. Catch up on season one of the hit murder mystery podcast, Lethal Lit, a Tig Torres mystery, out now. And then tune in for all new thrills in season two, dropping weekly starting February 9th. Subscribe now to never miss an episode. Listen to Lethal Lit on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Gangster Chronicles podcast is a weekly conversation that revolves around the underworld. From criminals and entertainers to victims of crime and law enforcement, we cover all facets of the game. Gangster Chronicles podcast doesn't glorify or promote illicit activities. We just discuss the ramifications and repercussions of these activities. Because after all, if you play gangster games, you are ultimately rewarded with gangster prizes. Our Heart Radio is number one for podcasts, but don't take our word for it. Find the Gangster Chronicles podcast on the iHeart Radio app or wherever you get your podcasts. It is time for another edition of This Fucking Guy. It's where we take a closer look at a person, event, or idea that's shaping the impeachment saga. Today, we're talking about Gordon Sondland. He's Trump's ambassador to the European Union, and uh, my guy has some stories to tell. Well, now that he's remembered them anyway. Here in the studio to talk about Sondland is Kate Nocera, BuzzFeed News' DC bureau chief, and currently a person who is having a stress meltdown over impeachment. Hello, Kate. Hello. So Sondland reportedly donated $1 million to the president's inauguration committee to get his position as ambassador. What do you think? Good investment at this point? I mean, look, the job that he has, Mm -hmm. EU ambassador, that's like a very plum gig. That's a gig that you want if you are a top donor to a president. I think probably in the moment he felt like that was a great investment. (laughs) Now, now, now that he's being dragged in front of the committees, maybe not so much. Right, because normally it's just you go to Brussels, you hang out and schmooze with some European Union leaders. You take weekend trips to Paris, you know? Sounds really lovely. Instead, he decided, you know what I want to do? Ukraine. That's my <laughs> shit right there, my guys. I he's want very into that. It. So Sondland's fingerprints have been all over this mess, especially in those text messages that Congress released earlier this week. What's your take so far? Do you think he knew what he was doing? It's a little tough to tell. I mean, it's always the the line between active criminality and stupidness is <laughs> very fine in this whole drama. He definitely 
realized some point some in some point oh i could get in a lot of trouble here if i don't clean some things up i'm not sure if he knew exactly what he was doing he very clearly knew that something had to be done right. he was trying to facilitate this conversation between the president of ukraine and trump and really wanted it to happen and was told the only way it could happen was via one Rudolph Giuliani. Right. And so the story that he apparently has been telling Congress, according to his testimony, was, okay, so I was being told by Giuliani that we had to investigate Burisma, whatever that is, but I had no idea it had to do with Joe Biden. Right. I don't know what a Google is. So it's really wild that he could be in this position where he knows that Giuliani has to, you know, be the guy to sign off on all these policies, but didn't do the research. What do you think? Do you think Congress is going to buy Uh, No, and I mean, they clearly didn't (laughs) at the end of the day, right? You know, if you read his original testimony, it's like, I don't remember, I don't recall, I can't quite place that, maybe this happened, but I don't really remember. And so then on Tuesday, he comes out with this addendum to his testimony that says, you know, I've had some time to think about it, and upon further reflection— Seems like there was a quid pro quo. Right. And so what's the read been like from Republicans on his testimony, especially after this reversal where he did say, yes, there was a quid pro quo. I did tell the Ukrainians that in order to get this foreign aid, you have to say publicly that you're doing these investigations into Biden and the 2016 U.S. election. So there have been two reactions from Republicans, or three, sorry. One— haven't read the testimony. Of course. Sorry, can't weigh in on it. Two, that's just like his opinion, man, <laughs> which we're calling the Big Lebowski defense. Not original, stole that from Twitter. Don't remember who. Apologies to them. And the third reaction that I saw sort of bubbling up on Twitter yesterday was that Sondland, during the campaign, put out a statement saying his values don't align with Donald Trump's values. He's a lifelong Republican, but... You know, he couldn't support the president during the campaign, which many, many Republicans were doing. And then once he won, kind of changed their vibe. But it's very clear that the defense is he doesn't like the president. So he flipped from being a supporter to a never-Trumper after the Access Hollywood tape came out to donating a million dollars to get back in good graces to now. Yeah, he's kind of been on a winding path. It's almost like he's doing whatever is politically expedient for him in the moment. Hmm. Hmm. How about that? In Washington? Go on then. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so it is a year into the future. It is just after the 2020 election. Yeah. What's Gordon Sondland up to, in your opinion? (laughs) I don't know. Maybe he's hiding out in Brussels. (laughs) He's just not going to leave. Sanctuary. There's the question of like... How much trouble do you want to get in for Rudy Giuliani? And I think Gordon Sondland made the decision that he actually didn't want to get into a lot of trouble for Rudy Giuliani. But yeah, he is definitely that fucking guy. And we will probably be hearing more from him, I think, in the future. Before we let you go, though, it's time for the segment we call The Kicker where we ask our guests to bring in a quote, a tweet, audio clip, a something that really sums up to them where we are in this moment. So, Kate, what do you got for us? So this is something Senator Lindsey Graham told reporters yesterday. And I saw this tweet from Stephen Portnoy. Senator Lindsey Graham, defending Trump, now says the president and his aides 
quote, seemed to be incapable of forming a quid pro quo because their policy towards Ukraine was so incoherent. So we have fully moved <laughs> oh my God. into the, uh, no, actually, everyone was too dumb uh, to do crimes. Mm, so. Just mwah, chef's kiss. That's like, you brought a really good one in, Kate. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your non-existent, like, free time to do this. <laughs> I really appreciate it. And we'll be talking to you soon, I'm sure. Anything for you, Hayes Brown. All right. It is time to testify where we talk about who's testifying to Congress next and what you can expect. And, uh, wow, we've got some updates for you. So, White House Acting Chief of Staff Mick Mulvaney will not be appearing before Congress anytime soon. House Democrats invited him to speak behind closed doors this week, and he said, hmm, pass. But Democrats are like, who cares? We're moving on. Because next week is the start of open impeachment hearings. The most exciting, boring thing that will change the world and or nothing at all. We'll talk more about what to expect from all of that soon. But for now, here's the schedule. On Wednesday, the nation will hear from two career diplomats, Ambassador Bill Taylor, currently running the U.S. Embassy in Ukraine, and George Kent, who is the Deputy Assistant Secretary of State for Europe and Eurasian Affairs. And next Friday, we'll have Marie Ivanovich, former U.S. Ambassador to Ukraine, telling her story before cameras. All three have already testified behind closed doors, but now is when a lot of people are going to be really tuned in to the whole saga. Television, you know what I mean. Anyway, it's going to be lit, folks. Absolutely lit. Okay, that's it for today. But before we go, a special treat. We imagined what that Giuliani infomercial might have sounded like. And well, just have a listen. Are you worried about frauds? Want guarantees? Well, get on down to Fraud Guarantee right here in sunny Boca Raton for our biggest sale ever. At Fraud Guarantee, we protect your identity while also doing several other things unrelated to crimes. Unrelated to crimes. Need a campaign contribution that comes from a very real company? Fraud guarantee. Need an ambassador fired? Fraud guarantee. We're allegedly in serious legal trouble, so everything's gotta go. Our crazy prices won't last. Come on by and tell them Big Rudy sent you. You don't wanna miss it. Ah, what might have been? Okay, so it's unlikely we'll actually hear from Rudy, though if he wants to come on the show, Mr. Mayor, we'd love to have you. We definitely want to keep hearing from you, the listeners, though. All this week, we're asking you to send us the things about impeachment you're most curious about. What are your questions? What doesn't make sense? Open the Voice Memo app on your phone, tell us your question, and email it to impeachment at buzzfeed.com. We'll be including some of your responses on a future episode, so tell us your name and where you are in the world. Be sure to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app or Apple Podcasts, and uh, leave us a rating and a review if you feel like it. Also, tell your friends about the show as we all try to figure this out together. Oh, lastly, a special thanks to Ryan Loya, a vocal genius and the best Rudy our budget could buy. Peacock streaming the world's biggest sporting events, exclusive originals, and the latest movies. This February, we've got Super Bowl 56 and the 2022 Winter Olympics. 
Peacock Original Bel Air from executive producer Will Smith and Westbrook Studios. Damn! Plus tons of new movies every week, including Marry Me, starring Jennifer Lopez and Owen Wilson, in theaters and streaming only on Peacock Valentine's Day. With all this and so much more to love, sign up now at PeacockTV.com. This is Roxanne Gay, the host of the Roxanne Gay Agenda, the bad feminist podcast of your dreams. Each week, I talk to an interesting person about feminism, race, writing in books and art, food, pop culture, and yes, politics. We can't escape politics. Listen to the Luminary Original podcast, The Roxanne Gay Agenda, every Tuesday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The new year is a great time to reset your relationship with your emotions. We all experience things that don't feel so good. Stuff like sadness, anxiety, burnout, and guilt. But in 2022, I want to help you look at these emotions in a new light. I'm Dr. Laurie Santos. In the new season of my podcast, The Happiness Lab, I'll show you that the path to happiness actually involves embracing your negative emotions and listening to the important things they have to say. So listen to The Happiness Lab in the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.